When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the DGDC, a united team of design professionals creatively bound to bring unique inspiration and a common perspectives. You can email us listener questions or topic ideas to hello at dgdcpod.com or check out our website, dgdcpod.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram or Twitter at dgdcpod. Plus now you can join in on the conversation. We have a Facebook group. Just pop onto our website and hit the community tab at the top. Now, on with the show. All right, guys. Well, we are back with another fantastic interview episode as well. And this one, I, I think for me personally, I think maybe you, Jordan, I know you you were dying to get this guy on. Yeah, we man. have been Lincoln Design fans for, for so long. And uh, thanks to our buddy Matt uh, Dawson and Crop, I got to go see their studio a few years back. And that just started the love affair. I think everything these guys do is just Amazing. And we have on Dan Jansen, who is the owner and founder and creative director uh, on board. What a what a talk, huh? Yeah, that was what a what a unique <laughs> model that mm-hmm. he runs for his internal team members. I mean, I'm seeing they're we said this on the show, they're family. Yeah. Together. Yeah. I mean, it, it is true because I think anyone who's familiarized with Lincoln's work, it's like I was always surprised that they had a body of people working on this stuff because it's so collectively similar like they do such a good mm. job like you can tell what a lincoln design looks like without even knowing and it's five guys like and yeah it, yeah right? and and but like hearing the story like and and all their touch points and how they create projects from like start to finish onboarding and then like how they divvy out to guys and then digging into like dan's you know cultivating this culture with this mm-hmm. agency is really cool i mean getting that sort of backdoor into lincoln was awesome yeah for sure and didn't it feel like it was Pacific Northwest written show. He yeah. runs a Pacific Northwest written studio all the yeah. same. Mm-hmm. It felt that way, that, that the conversation felt that way. Their captures throughout their website of their team members feels that way. A lot of their retreats are locally in this region altogether. It it was a cultural experience in yeah. a way, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I, yeah. I was a little jealous there being the only guy down here in LA. So. <laughs> That's right. Although, I mean, right now I am in California. But That's true. That's my true. spirit is up there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we talked a little bit with him uh, mostly about kind of like how he could share what he's learned as in a small boutique agency design company and transfer it into folks like us that run our solo businesses. And then we talk about all different kinds of things, including that that great talk about culture as well. Um, but definitely make sure that one of the best things Dan has offered up us as our entire family here at DGDC, it's a 15% off code for anything at their store. And let me tell you, I'm 
ordering up a, a, a ton of stuff. I'm, I literally got that thermos in my shopping cart. Yeah, right exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to their site at Lincoln Design, uh, everything at the shop will be 15% off with the code DGDC, all caps. Give that a shot. But for first, definitely take a listen to our interview with Dan Jansen from Lincoln Design Co. Dan, welcome, buddy. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate yeah, dude. Yeah. This is going to be a great time. Uh, we really wanted to, um, God, we've been talking for a while, and I think just finally getting all of our schedules in order, this was our, our time to uh, get together and do something fun. Um, more importantly, too, like uh, the whole idea here was to kind of have a really good discussion for our listeners as to what kind of advice you as a um, uh, agency, specialty agency in our field and in our industry can give a lot of our listeners who are the solo or small uh, organization kind of group and designer working freelance or solo entrepreneurs out there. Let's give them some, some advice and some tips based on a lot of your insight and everything else. Yep. No, that sounds good. Perfect, man. So for the two people that listen to us that probably don't know yet, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> give them a, a little, uh, a little <laughs> brief introduction of you, you know, the, the beginning stages of Lincoln uh, yeah. floor is yours, bro. Sounds good. Um, so my name is Dan Jansen. I'm the creative owner and creative director of Lincoln Design Company. We are based in uh, uh, Vancouver, Washington, not far from Portland, um, just right over the river. So we are a 10-person design studio up here in the Pacific Northwest, kind of specializing in, I'd say, branding, packaging, um, apparel design, kind of, kind of a little bit of everything, uh, moving into animation now. So we've been in business. Lincoln's been in business for five years. Before that, I owned a studio in San Diego for 11. Um, previous to that, um, my first design job was at DC Shoes in San Diego. And I went to college in at the Art, uh, Art Institute in Denver, Colorado. So very cool, little, man. Little, yeah. Quick little background. Awesome. I know from just working with so many young designers and particularly students and people like when we went to crop and everything, I love seeing how young designers just gravitate to you guys in general. How, what's <laughs> that's gotta be a, the coolest thing of, you know, I see and how you guys outreach as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have, I've kind of, you know, over the years, we just, that we've dealt with a lot of, I don't know, I, I would say younger, um, industry clients, whether it's like the action sports skateboard industry to the movie entertainment industry. Um, so we get a lot of designers who kind of like, like, or know some of the brands that we work with, you know, so yeah. they kind of gravitate towards us and, and see that and, you know, and kind of go, Oh, I know, you know, I know about hot wheels or I know about this and that. So, you know, they kind of can relate to the, to the work we do. So. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, you know, and I also think like when you start looking at just, agencies in general and for me what always set Lincoln apart right like kind of coming in and always seeing your guys' stuff was like you guys self-brand so well and I think there's like kind of two trains of thought like some agencies are like we're gonna de-brand and let the work show but <laughs> yeah. Lincoln you leaned into the other route probably I think better than anyone I think it's the best example uh of people like really nailing this like we're an agency with a self-brand and we kill it and you know I, I'm wondering like your headspace was that always sort of uh, planned or methodically thought out or is it like, you know what, we like making shit and we're going to make our own shit, and this, <laughs> you know, and it kind of grew into something. Yeah. It, it kind of, I would say it kind of just evolved. It, it wasn't a, yeah. 
complete plan from the beginning. I mean, like I said, I had an, a studio in San Diego that we closed down and then we moved up here, changed the name to Lincoln. So when doing that, it was kind of like, okay, shit, um, we need to get the name out there. You know, we, we need to kind of explain who we are and, you know, doing just one mark or one logo for the company, you know, isn't going to cut it. We need to, we need to, you know, make some merch, make some things, send them out to, to our clients who I, you know, I was dealing with at the old studio. Um, and kind of let them know, hey, this is the new name, this is the new look, you know, this yeah. and that. So we we went heavy on that in the beginning. And the more and more we did it, the more and more we got back, like basically briefs with our poster in it and our logos and our apparel, you know, that we That's were doing. Cool. For yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of like, oh shit, okay, this, you know, this is working. We got, you know, this brief from Nike, and half the brief is is our yeah. poster and our patches <laughs> and stuff. It's like, you know, so at that point, it's kind of like, okay, maybe we shouldn't stop. You know, let's keep pushing on this. Totally. Um, and then, you know, we put we put some of it up on the website for sale. Just kind of thinking, we'll throw it up to if it sells. If not, it doesn't matter because we were mainly making it for clients, you know. So, yeah, um, it mm-hmm. just started to sell. We started traveling a little bit more, going to crop and stuff like that, setting up a little booth, selling some merch and, and patches and books. Yeah. And it just, you know, it was working so well that we just kept kind of building on top of that. And we still, I mean, to this day, I actually have a couple, couple new designs that I'm sending to Grizzly Wheeler, our screen printer to, uh, to do. So it's kind of like, it's something that's always in the back of my mind now where I'm like, okay, we haven't done anything for ourselves in a while. Like I need yeah. to put some time and effort into that, you know? So, well, that was so sort of like my next, that time. yeah, it was it my next question focusing on like, it you is. know, do you devote time? Right. Cause time is always money. If you're an agency, it's like clients, right. Focusing on that. Yeah. But I assume you guys must sort of devote some time into self-branding. Like, do you treat it like a client or is it like squeezing in the in-betweens or, yeah. or, you know? Yeah. It'd be nice if we'd treat it like a client, but we don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, so it's kind of just Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that would be the ideal way to do it, you know, but for the most part, it's kind of like, like I said, you know, we haven't done anything in a little while. So I'm kind of like, okay, shit, we need to, yeah, I need to come up with some new ideas. I kind of put it on my shoulders to, to do yeah. most of that stuff. And then I'll, you know, I'll come up with two or three ideas, do some of it myself, pass it off to, you know, Davey or Brandon or something. Hey, can you do, you know, this little illustration? Can you do some new type? So it's something that I just try and squeeze in the cracks when there's a little bit of time, you know? Yeah. I mean, but it's been working. So yeah, <laughs> whatever yeah, you're doing is a successful <laughs> route. Thank and you. when you yeah. made, when you made that transition, did it confuse some of your existing accounts to inform them of that at that time? How did that go? Did you share it directly with each and every on a personal level or did you make more of a collaborative announcement? It was more on a personal kind of level um, with, you know, with basically, yeah, each client, each contact, you know, kind of reached out, told them the, the story, you know, what, uh, why we changed the name, why we're moving up north, you know, who, yeah. who was going to continue, you know, on with the new studio. Cause I ended up keeping, um, four of the guys that were with me at the old studio came along, you know, to Lincoln. So, so it wasn't like this whole, like, Oh, we shut down. We got all new employees. Right. New style. You know, it was yeah. basically right. the, the same, same style, same. It's funny. Same it can cause crew. people to panic when they hear about that shift yeah. and change. Right. Yeah. For sure. But I, I think too, if they know you are attached to it and you've built that trust, right. Then yeah. they're like, I don't care with the name, dude. Like, right. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, I exactly. Sometimes that's the goal. Things, 
where it was like that first project, you know, say for an old client we've been dealing with for, you know, say five years or something, yeah. that next project that was billed as Lincoln, you know, like I was telling the guys when we would start, like this thing has to be as good or better, you know, this first project. Cause if it is, if it is a little bit less, their first thought is going to be, okay, this isn't the same, you know, same, yeah, totally. same group, same employees, same quality as what I was getting, you know, and they're just going to be gone. So yeah. We made a huge effort to make sure that everything kind of moved moved smoothly, and we, you know, we really yeah, made great, those clients man. happy. So when great. it seems like part of the fundamental Lincoln approach, at least like from the work you show, and then your own self branding, is like it's about you know you guys create a lot of systems, right? So like a brand identity, yeah. you guys encompass like a ton of different stuff, but it all works really well because it feel you know there's a sense of cohesion. Um, but you know, I, I wonder if like if this is sort of a, a gateway to help you like here's what we do like when you come to us you know it's rarely for just like here's a single mark goodbye it's like we're going to develop a system that you can use you know heavy applications from anything from you know social yeah. media to murals like it's all part of these these sort of logo identity suites so I, i'm wondering like yeah does that sort of help you know when people find your stuff you're doing it uh does that sort of help pave the way for how you're delivering these because that is kind of unique to you guys i mean I, I don't see as often where it's agencies are putting out, you know, 12 marks for a brand, but it works super well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we have, you know, we, a lot of the projects that come in, we'll, we'll kind of tackle it as a team, you know, not, not everybody on every single project, but there's usually at least, you know, two or three of us working on the same project, kind of kicking in ideas and things like that. Um, And then we'll present, you know, what, what we think is the best stuff and kind of narrow it down from there. 90% 90% of the time it's like this, like say they come to us for, um, I don't know, three, say three badges for, for an event or something like that. We'll probably mm-hmm. show them like six or nine. And mm-hmm. then most of the time they go, Oh, well, these six are amazing. Can we just, you know, can we just take them <laughs> all you know, and pay you the extra or whatever? So dude, how, it, I mean, that's, that's the best cool. case scenario. If I could oh sell gosh. all options instead of one, every time, yeah. Yeah. you know, <laughs> yep. but yeah. do you find you, are you pretty, um, focused on that, that overall thing. There's, I guess there's a reason why five might work for a a company. That's Mm -hmm. not that they're coming to you for the design expertise, right? Like, are you, are you're in one zone with those? So I think that's maybe a lockup right there. Isn't it like that they might go, Hey, these, these look like a series. Let's go with them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, it all kind of looks cohesive and everything. So it's totally. hard for them to go, oh, we'll just, you know, we'll just go with that one like we planned. You know, they're like, oh, we'll take it all. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's worked it. out over the years, but yeah. That's great though. When, that there's also the benefit of like a company, you know, having a mark is great, but if you're doing any sort of merchandise or any sort of lifestyle brand of any kind, it's like, you know, it's the merchandise is where you can really expand the brand and having mm-hmm. these marks at the ready. It's like, yeah. maybe it doesn't go on, you know, every stamp for our primary, but man, we can throw that on, a, you know, a thermos or a shirt or whatever it is. Yep. I think like having that forethought and just having that system yeah. is solid. Yeah. And I think it works every time. I, I remember seeing all of your logos for the first time, Dan. And I remember, I think it was when we got a great tour of your studio during crop yeah. special thanks to Matt for putting all that together and stuff. Yeah, I think I wanted to come up to you and ask you, I'm like, dude, if you could just choose one, what would it be? And then, okay. then I realized you don't need to like, it's, right. it's, that's the magic of it. Like, you know, you had nine different in one one area. You had nine different Lincoln logos going on, and I was like, "That's just ballsy." And I just love that that idea. You know, yeah, very. Cool. Yeah, it's you know, 
I, I, I like it in the fact that, you know, we, we don't have to commit to just that one. You know, <laughs> no, exactly. Said, uh, yeah. I mean, right now I'm kind of getting tired of what we have going. So it's time to, <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> time to change it up. There we go. <laughs> but like, you know, I think it's an antiquated thought to think like you have to stamp the same mark over and over for brand equity and recognition yeah. and having a strong ID. It's like, it's not true. I think it's yeah. the way that you, your whole brand as a whole encompasses oh, everything. cohesion, yeah. right? And I think you guys, again, are like such a good case study for like, you can fucking change up the mark every few months if you want to, and it still works. There's still something about the cohesion of like how it operates, how things look and feel. You can always sort of tell like a Lincoln design illustration or brand out there. Uh, and I don't really know, you know, maybe it's just part of like your guys' company culture. We can get into that a little bit because I'm, I'm super curious of like yeah. how you guys operate that. Yeah, um, me too. Cool. But it, it, it's really strong. Like there's a, there's something there, like something in the water from Lincoln that you can <laughs> kind of tell without, you know, <laughs> the, the stamp repeat. Yeah, thank you. Before we get into like the guts of what we want to talk about, uh, tell us a little bit about the YouTube channel and the oh, chop man. up. This has been something cool that's pretty new for you and and yeah. putting yourself out there. Um, how's it going? What's the what's the what's the coolest part of this uh, after what three episodes now? Yeah, three. I think yeah. By the time this comes out, it might be four. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's something new. You know, totally new for us. Totally new for me. Um, it's something that we would have never done if the whole lockdown COVID thing wasn't going on, you know, Um, we'd be spending our time and money kind of traveling and, you know, going to crop and and going to clients and stuff like that, you know? So it's definitely something that because we're all stuck at home or stuck in the studio or whatever, you know, we were talking like, okay, well, how are we going to still get in front of, you know, our clients faces, you know, fans and designers and stuff like that. So we're basically, you know, we're like, okay, let's try this. Let's try a YouTube channel. So <laughs> yeah, dude. So yeah, we just launched it a couple of weeks ago. It's going really good. I mean, the first episode we thought we were going to be happy. I think we, we had said we we're like, oh, we'll be happy if, you know, we get like 150 subscribers and, and whatever likes and it like tripled what we thought. And there was wow. like 60 or 70 comments and people yeah. are leaving paragraphs and I'm going, Jesus, like, you know, people, people like it. So then the next one came out, it did better. So yeah, it's, it's done a lot better than I thought, you know? Um, yeah. So we're going to keep pushing on it. I, and it's something totally new for me because I'm not, I'm not your public speaker. I'm, I don't want to be in front of the camera type of type of guy, you know, I, I'd rather stay behind the scenes, but um, it's definitely cool to, to kind of get out there, explain our process, show some of our projects. And a lot of it came from, we, uh, you know, we do a lot of designs where it's designed for a physical product, whether it's, you know, packaging or apparel or skateboard graphics or whatever. And mm-hmm. so with those projects, I try and always get a sample of everything we do. So almost every week, every other week, we have stuff showing up at the studio of different, you know, projects that finally got finished. And a year later, we finally get the sample of it. Um, so it kind of collects on our on our island out there. So I was all, you know, I was always kind of like, people need to see this. Like, yeah, yeah know, dude. These final <laughs> Otherwise products. it just sits there. It's totally Yeah, true. it's just <laughs> sitting here, you know, and we, we finally got the final product and there's this whole process that led up to getting this thing finally in our hands. You know, we should probably start showing this and we don't, we should put more time into our website, which we don't because, you know, at that point you should take the product, shoot it, get it up on your website, yeah. show yeah. some of the process. It's a process, you know? man. But yeah, yeah so it takes so <laughs> and long. And a time suck. But mm-hmm. th- this is. also yeah. sounds like it could be a replacement because you're almost doing virtual case studies 
yeah. on your, on totally. your site, you yeah. know, and, and it makes you think too. And, and seeing how people have reacted to it. Um, I was watching it the other day and I, I think you called out a, uh, a, a someone I know, uh, Justin Roy, he, yeah. he wrote some really great thing to yeah. you and, and the way you even highlighted it and showed his thing, that yeah. engagement is so cool too. But yeah. what you're teaching is also what someone who's watching is going to learn from. And I, and that's kind of our, that's our whole goal with what we do as well. And it's such a neat thing to share. Like, I, I, and I love that you're saying too, we're so virtual with everything we have. You have physical things that you want to show off. Yeah. You know, exactly. and that makes yeah. such a difference. It's like, we all, we all want that, right? Every designer wants to see their work in the yeah. real world, mm -hmm. physically, not yeah. so much digitally. And it's still, that still excites us. Yeah. Well, yeah. and it's just like, I, and it's also, you can dive deeper, right? Like putting a case study on your site. It's like, well, you kind of have to take them A to Z, maybe a few like options that weren't chosen, but this is like, you can talk about like, man, we had this fucking hurdle where it's like, like the Billie Eilish, like having the negative, yeah. right? Like yep. that's a whole yep. thing that you're not yeah. going to put that on a website case study, but this is like, this is the kind of meat that you can get into when you're just talking about the process, what yeah. it was like making this thing. Exactly. And that Billie Eilish uh, uh, part of the episode was so solid. Like, I mean, just, okay. you don't really think about like all these major steps you have to go from A to Z, yeah. right? Especially yep. something with a client like, of that stature yeah so like it's great to kind of dig in and seeing how other people handle that stuff i think everyone is always looking for like the transparency and yeah and what's nice is it doesn't have to be glossed over you can really dig into like here's the yeah. problems and here's how we overcame yeah. them right uh yeah. and the production value on that is so good oh, like dude, I, I think that's, <laughs> that's the other it's a fucking tv show <laughs> yeah 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 thank you we're gonna and it, not like the chop up is going to kind of be that production value. And then we're going to, we're going to sprinkle in ones that are, we're going to do some, you know, at some point when we can get out of the office and people are moving around, we're going to do some, you know, some retreat ones, some travel, yeah, nice. stuff like, Hell yeah. you know, stuff like that. So yeah, kind of be this constant, the chop up show. And then on yeah. top of that, Good. Gonna, you, know, you can further it that way. It. That's great. These are yeah. wonderful things that I think as much as it's doing for you externally, uh, you could probably, show you'd show this to a client and say look at the culture mm -hmm. you know we've created here and uh virtue these videoed case studies is just a whole other that's blowing my mind right now i'm already thinking ahead of what what how to, how to start using that it's a great great yeah. idea um let's we talked a little bit about you know how you made that switch in and and we want to kind of start talking about the advantage to the the average listener and the the folks that like could really kind of take into this, the insight you had you started the gig, you kind of made the move and into Lincoln. What was it like getting those first few clients, setting up shop, you know, bringing the team over, all those challenges? Um, what kind of stuff did you realize was was working at that point? Um, or I thought the bulk of it was just transitioning all of your existing over and some maybe you hadn't. Yeah, I mean, that that's where, you know, the big when I started the first studio in San Diego, I mean, that was in 2004. Yeah. So that, that was quitting, you know, a good corporate job, you know, at DC shoes, which I was doing a, a ton of fun work, you know, yeah. working with a ton of, ton of great people. So quitting that job to jump off and start a studio with um, an old high school buddy, that was a, that was the real sketchy part in my career where I was kind of like my, I had a six yeah. month old, um, my six month old son at that time. So it was kind of like, my wife's like, a, like, really, you have retirement, you have, you know, you know, so, um, mm -hmm. and it was basically, you know, almost a freelance deal where it was just me and my, my buddy that were doing it. We quickly hired our first guy right after and then a couple other people. Um, 
but that, that was the scary part. And, you know, what led up to that was a lot of freelance work on the side and on the weekends, you know, where we had built some clients, some contacts. Um, so I felt comfortable doing that to a mm-hmm. point, you know, yeah. um, but I also tell like people and students, like, like I, I feel like there's a lot of people coming out of school right now trying to go from school to freelance, you know? And I, yeah. to me, that's like, just to me, that's, that's a bad move. Yeah. Like a lot of the clients I still have, a lot of the contact contacts I still have to this day came from that first job. Yeah. And I worked five years in the design industry before I, I took that leap. It's if a I major look, part of building that initial network for sure. You, you have to, if you don't have a network, like you might have a bunch of jobs this month, next month, but at some point it's going to yeah. slow down. That's right. You know? Yeah. Um, right. So that's always been my, my kind of big advice is like work in the industry, go to school and then get a job in the industry. I don't care where, what it's in, but you will make contacts, you know, yeah. that are going to last a lifetime. Um, so, yeah. So then, you know, with closing the old studio and, and starting Lincoln, there wasn't that many challenges um, just because I would say 70, 80% of the work was still coming from my previous clients. You know, we, we just kept the ball rolling with that. Yeah. Um, moving up to Portland, uh, Dustin came with me, helped me move. And then we brought Davey back out from France and then Damaso and Brandon stayed in San Diego working full-time from home yeah. and they're, they're currently still doing that. Um, Damaso just moved up to Spokane, but Brandon's still in San Diego. So yeah. that was the okay. one, um, that was a bit of a challenge because I had never, you know, had an employee that was remote. Those two guys were in San Diego with me in the studio for the last you know, Brandon for the last 10 years before. Well, that's we moved, when the so. trust has to be there and grounded mm-hmm. for sure. Exactly. You know, and it was because we had worked together for years and years. Um, and at one point at the old studio, Damaso had asked me, hey, do you do you think I can work from home like, you know, three or four days a week? Because with those guys, they're a heavy illustration. You know, yeah. they're, they're doing, you know, they get their project and they're doing eight, 10 hours, or t- 10 hours of illustration. There isn't a ton of, you know, back and forth, like a design project or something totally. like that. So, yeah. so he had pitched it, pitched it to me years ago. And I was kind of like, at that time we had 10 or 11 people in the studio. And, you know, I was kind of like, you know, it's not fair to everybody else that you get to work from home, you know, just because your job allows and we're all here at the studio, yeah. you know, and this is pre COVID <laughs> and pre everybody work, working at home now. But yeah. yeah. Um, so we kind of said, no, you know, let's just, let's just pause on that. So I knew, when moving the studio up here that he would, he would be cool with like, with working from home, you know? So mm-hmm. it ended up, it ended up working out great. They're still, you know, they're still working remotely from home. Um, yeah. And, uh, and it's worked. Yeah. Works it's really neat well. that you found that uh, location didn't really mean much uh, before yeah. the rest of the world. did, <laughs> Right. Yeah. Cause I'm thinking too, like when you probably made that move up there again, like a client, as long as you had that withstanding trust and everything was going great, again, they're probably going, we don't care where you're located. Like yeah. we're doing everything virtually now and, and through. Or internet. did you have some accounts yeah, that did care? Yeah, good question. So we, we didn't really know. I mean, being in San Diego, there wasn't a lot of, I would say, clients or big, big companies down there that we were dealing with. I had gotcha. a couple clients in LA that I'd go up to, you know, probably every two months. Um, and kind of stop by those, those clients. But for the most part, no, like yeah. it, it really wasn't an issue. It's just the way the world is going. I mean, every once in a while we'll get those individuals that are super passionate about a, our local relationship, but yeah. by and large, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. 
it's it's not yeah i i think there's a there's a benefit to sometimes it because it, it allows you if the client's great too your your meetings and your things are so much more efficient you're you're just going look this is all we got we got a, a quick phone call or you can handle it all through email and sometimes it actually is good i know the local ones back in the day you're like let's go meet up and you're like that's like four hours <laughs> right yeah, yeah. that's like my whole day is gonna be gone yep. yeah yeah dude i that's so, i work with a lot of breweries and it's like that's their mentality of like oh come have a beer it's like well it's exactly. one afternoon four beers later i'm not gonna be able yeah. to go back and do work like guys. it's so sweet though yeah there's one silver lining during covid right like that hasn't yeah. happened <laughs> yeah so with that with that streamlined virtual internal setup that you've got running now what would you say is the biggest hang up for you the biggest hang up um I, I would say right now with having the the other guys you know uh jordan and, and dustin and now we have an animation guy not having those guys in the studio because with those projects, you know, those are the heavy graphic design packaging. Yeah, lots of collaboration. Um, you need that yeah, consistent check-in. Sure. Yeah, there's so much collaboration going on. It's so easy in the studio to just kind of yell back and forth or, or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I don't like the work at home thing at all. Like mm. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I mean, I'm in the studio today. I, I come in every day. Yeah. Um, I have three kids at home, so I. I <laughs> That's I right. Get, yeah. I need to That's get out right. of there, you know, but. <laughs> It's no, a way to sure. go down and feel productive. I get that. Yeah, And so we have uh, Jordan and Dustin come in on Monday, uh, Wednesdays now. So we're like trying to ease back into it. But mm -hmm. to me, that being next to each other, that, you know, lunchtime, like, oh, hey, you know, hey, how are you feeling about the due date at the end of the day on this project type of stuff is so much easier in oh, person, yeah. you know? Well, it's it organic. And those yeah. are like, those it's are the not avenues. not a check-in on Slack, you know? Yeah, right. but those are the yeah. avenues that really build company culture it, it's it's that face-to-face -face totally. interaction like and i know that's always like a big part of this agency life is like you know that company culture is what's fueling the drive and the inspiration and the good work i'm not convinced that you can really build that remotely i just don't know how because you're not in constant contact or if you are it's like it's a meeting or it's like about you know you don't have the fun in between the stuff either mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like you're in the trenches together. totally missing yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, for Lincoln, it seems like, you know, you guys really do have this very strong sense of company culture where, like, you know, you guys invest on retreats and, and you know, you guys have your own merchandise and it doesn't seem like you have a ton of turnover. It seems like the guys you get are on the mm -hmm. team, you know, like these are yeah. so there to stay. Yeah. But the illustrate the, those that are illustrators that you made a good point earlier. They just need to be in their cave and yeah. and hit the ground <laughs> running with that. I mean, it is different than the animation collaboration that yeah. you're speaking to. I understand that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and the trust is there, so let, let them go. Right, yeah. let them just let them fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what do you do primarily now, particularly with the remotes and all that? But time management, time management skills or practices has anything really stood out that works for you guys? That's like worth sharing with the the solo entrepreneur. You know, someone that I, I still I think we all still struggle with it, trying to find out what works and what doesn't. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm. Um, we we use Slack heavy. Mm -hmm. Super. You know that that's our day to day as far as keeping in contact. Um, I also use it. I set up separate channels for some of our bigger clients. So they have their nice. own Slack channel. So we have, you know, three or four different channels so I can talk back and forth with them. Um, cause we have a couple of clients that are, you know, retainer clients that are 
you know, we stuff going on every month. So totally. So we use Slack for all that, you know, as far as even, you know, showing, especially now showing just sketches and comps, you know, right off the bat, throw it up on Slack, get some comments, you know, keep rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, so Slack, I couldn't, I couldn't live without Slack right now. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's our, that's our go-to. Um, and then we're starting to use Asana for like calendar and some other things. Yeah. But I'm not super knowledgeable in it. I'm kind of like, just just getting into it over the last year and it's yeah. cool i like it you know and i think it's going to be super beneficial but right now we're kind of just diving in so yeah cool. how, how do you keep slack uh, from not going it's such an animal right it's this beast that we can use and it could totally i i'm new to it as well and i love yeah. every element of it but you can see where it can be um a little toxic too <laughs> like it's like yeah whoa this and, is everything runs on it do you have yeah. a certain threshold that you try to keep with it Stuff gets lost in there too. I mean, we've yeah. had some things get lost, you know, where I make a comment or, Hey, just to give you a heads up, this thing's due two hours early and one of the guys doesn't see it, you know, like yeah. it gets yeah. pushed down. In gifts the later. I yeah. hate that. Yeah. Yeah, gets, get, those threads get really deep. Yeah. It's not the, the prettiest thing, you know, it's, it's, I feel like if they just integrated calendar in some form, it would be like mm-hmm. the perfect. Cause that's to me, that's yeah. the weak spot. I it's like, yeah. I can't see things at a glance. I know you can search, but it's like, well, if I miss something, I'm not going to search for it. Or like just the scheduling calendar would be nice. It would be for sure. (laughs) That's where, that's where we're starting to use a sauna for that. And I'm kind of like, yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. Yeah. But now you got, you know, you got two or three different programs going just for time management, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Learn a whole new instrument for sure. (laughs) And that's where if the guys were in the studio, you know, I could cut down on a lot of that slack, you know, use, but Right. For now. And then when an email it. comes in, isn't it just the most annoying thing? Like, really? Yeah. Yeah. Now you got, you know, <laughs> that's what's so great is it, it cut down on the email, you know, which yeah. is great. Right. Even with, you know, like with the client Slack channels, even with that, you know, it's, it's so, so yeah. much better because you're just going back and forth you wow. know, in real time as, instead of getting an email from the client and, you know. Yeah. And you have to have the pleasantries with every email and every, every phone call where Slack, yeah. I feel like cuts that out almost I mean, yeah. it's right to the point, right? It does. Yeah. What, what <laughs> about anal- a- even analog wise? Like what are the things that, you know, outside of the technology and everything, like even telling clients when something's going to be due or your own time management, you know, there you that's go. Right. That's Love right. It. <laughs> Dude, right. holding up a notebook with a ton of yeah. stickies. I, I, My yeah, computer I'm a sticky sprained. fanatic. <laughs> yeah. sticky, notes, <laughs> sticky notes in a, in, in my notebook. I can't go without like yeah. that. Same. I have to, and every day I, I put right next to my, right next to me right here, like this list of stuff for the day to get done, you know? Yeah. And I start kind of crossing them off as I mm. go through the day, you know? Yeah. And, and by the end of the day, if you can get them all crossed off or whatever, you, you feel like, oh, shit, that was a good day. Yeah. You know? I got, I got a lot done today. Type it's of thing, like your, you know, it's, so. like, it's like your gold stars. You know, yeah. it's like, you're like, yeah. look at this. I, and I, sometimes I even love the fat chisel pencil uh, marker and just yeah. cross that just one cross off. It. I don't even want to read what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. that kind of stuff puts me to bed because otherwise I'm stirring and thinking all night. Right. But like, yeah. if I can get a to-do list either made for the next day or crossed off for that day, I'm good. Like yeah. those little habits I think are crucial. Yeah. And I but, tried doing it like digitally on my phone and <laughs> having a list in my phone, you know, and then I, yeah. then I forget to go back and look at it. So like, I, I need it on my desk in front of me, you know, where I'm looking at, at it all day. Dude, yeah. I'm, I'm the same way. I'm always surrounded by like at least a few notebooks just for that reason. And yeah. it's just like, I think it's quicker. It's tangible. And if like, 
I don't know if I have a sketch idea for something like this yeah. project I'm writing down. It, I can't do that on my phone. I can't write out what right. it's going to look like mm -hmm. or it lives separate from, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's good or bad, but I'm with you on the, I think whatever works for world. you is yeah. best yeah. because like, I know from, I have friends that I see them doing it so well digitally, particularly like maybe taking the iPad and it's this great combination of both what you just showed Dan and kind yeah. of like what you were just talking about, you know, Jordan with the sketch and everything. And yeah. I'd say, uh, notes is something I use. I think we've all talked about notes is so great too, because of the shareability and I can pick it up from any device and that's super easy. It doesn't have, it's not super advanced with its technology. It's almost an analog version of a digital to me, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's why I like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah have have you gotten better? Have you gotten better or worse during the, the, the COVID with this time management? I'm just <laughs> curious. Cause like you're more probably, you're not traveling as much. Yeah. So has it gotten better or it's gotten, I feel like it's gotten better. I feel like it's forced me to kind of try and figure out other ways to, to do things and, yeah. you know, kind of force the Slack usage more, yeah. force Asana kind of getting into that. Um, so I, I would say I've, I'm getting better. I've gotten better for sure. Yeah. 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 It looks organized, especially behind <laughs> yeah. you. So you're, you're doing something right, right dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, just wanted to mention a quick word from our sponsor, Skillshare. No matter what this next year in 2021 brings, you know you can spend that time creating something totally meaningful and creative, all with the help of Skillshare and their online classes. Time is what you make out of it. So get on board. With Skillshare, you can find inspiration at the drop of a dime, and you can learn how to express your creativity in so many different ways. The coolest thing we talked about with Dan this episode was all about their YouTube channel and this new endeavor in getting into video. We even talked about video case studies. What a great idea for any of us to do for our websites. So I found this fantastic course. It's called iPhone Filmmaking. Create cinematic video with your phone. It's brought to you by our friends Caleb Babcock and Niles Gray. These guys are filmmakers. They put together an incredible course that takes you to the process and it shows you how incredibly powerful our cell phones and our mobile phones with cameras are. Through all the apps and the incredible lenses, we can create cinematic videos to use on our website as great case studies. They're going to take you through the whole filmmaking process, showing you a little bit about limitations and advantages of using a cell phone, gears and apps, shooting your own footage, how to actually frame and get those things together transforming all of that footage and putting it into an editing software and then rendering it and exporting it for whatever use you're going to make. It's a great course. I really hope some of you take advantage of that because what a fantastic thing to do. How are you going to take advantage of it? Well, we all know Skillshare brings these online communities. They offer fantastic membership with meaning and with so much to explore and real projects to create, you can actually create amazing things that add to your portfolio. Skillshare empowers you to do that and see real growth. It brings color and beauty and fun to your new year. So add these vivid new things to your websites, to your social media, all with the help of Skillshare. So here's our deal. Explore all the creativity of Skillshare and go to Skillshare.com slash DeepEnd2 and you're going to get a free trial membership to their premium membership. That's Skillshare.com slash DeepEnd2. We hope you guys take advantage of it. Now back to our show. I'd, uh, I'm curious. I want to just touch a little bit on this, this the, the idea of retreats, company retreats. Like, and I think for the most part, like people might assume, are they just like, you know, corporate retreats is about going and figuring out like, 
whatever the next year plan or execution or like team building, whatever that might be. But you guys do them frequent and they always look super fun. And I'm just curious, like your philosophy, because I I assume that's an investment taking time away from work and renting places and feeding and and drinking. And and, how frequent are they? When and also like, you know, what's the value in it for you? Like, you know, uh, yeah. yeah, And frequency. Um, Yeah, I we we always do one big one a year where it's like six days. Um, whether it's up and on Mount Hood or the Oregon coast, um, we've kind of went back and forth in, in those two areas. But uh, for me, it's it's just getting out of the studio. And yeah. and it's not, you know, we'll go for six days. It's not full playtime the whole time, you know? Like we, we, will, we bring all of our equipment. Dude, I've seen you have like beach houses and computers. Out. Yeah, we clear <laughs> out. We'll go in and I, you know, I try and find a house or whatever. We'll go in, clear out the family room. I yeah. bring I bring a bunch of pop-up tables. Everybody sets up their own desk. And we'll spend two days all working together. Yeah. And it's cool because then we get Brandon and Damaso up with us working, you know. So yeah. it it's something that I wanted to start doing mainly because those two dudes weren't in the studio. Sure. When okay. Moved up here. So that was that was the the whole reason for the very first one was like, okay, at least once a year, you guys need to come up. And we need to all work together for one week straight, you know? Dude, that's um, awesome. So we did it the first time. It was super fun. We kind of did some posts and, you know, made a little zine out of it and stuff like that. And then just continued doing it every year. Um, and then in between, like, we'll usually do like one or two small trips, whether it's to like designer con or crop or something like that, you know, and spend a couple of days. Um, but yeah, it's been I feel like it's priceless, you know, as yeah. far as that time, you know? Yeah. And a year goes by so quick, all of a sudden the next one pops up and it's like, <laughs> oh shoot, you know, like here we go again. So it's been good. This last year, we obviously couldn't do one. Um, we're actually going February 16th through the 19th for like a, a three-day one out here on the Columbia River Gorge. But nice. it's just going to be half of, basically half of the, the companies coming out. We're going to do like a two-day meeting, Zoom the other guys in, and just kind of talk about 2021 and, and kind of goals and stuff like yeah. that. So That's we're going awesome. to do – it'll be like a mini one, but yeah. Yeah. Is it a time where you guys, like like you just said, almost like take stock and look ahead? Yeah. Plan some goals as well? Yeah. Yeah, kind of plan out, you know, some goals, you know, what we want to accomplish for for that year. Um, and then even kicking our, kick around ideas of like, you know, who – who would you want to work for? What's your dream client if we could mm. land one this year, you know, or what, what kind of projects, you know, would you like to to see us taking on that are a little different than what we're doing or, or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. It's good. You know, you just get that conversation going, get a couple drinks and, you know, That's a little right. barbecue. And, yeah. You know, everyone speaks a little bit differently and has a little more fun. So. <laughs> totally. Yeah. 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 We know it's, it from, we know it from our drinking podcast episodes. <laughs> same, same thing. Does right. that become a little bit of a prerequisite when come interview process? Are you sure to hmm. disclose that that's a part of your gig yearly hmm. and maybe trickling in a few smaller roundups? That's, that is a mandatory consideration it's extremely important to our culture how do you feel about that do you run it by them at the beginning phase like that or do you just kind of feel them out over time upon hire no no i definitely let um let them know you know hey this is something we do you know every every year and and pretty much you're expected to come yeah 
Uh, their, their first question to you is probably like, when's the next retreat? Dan? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, usually, yeah, usually they kind of know about it or are, you know, yeah. are excited about it. You know, like we have a, a new animation guy who who's just coming on. So we kind of went through that whole process with him and, you know, this is what, we, what we're doing and everything, you know, so. And now, you know, now it's weird with the new one coming up. You know, I gave everybody an option, like, sure, you know, everyone feels a little bit different about what's going on, you know, as far as traveling yeah. or just you know, hanging around, hanging out with multiple people, you know, mm-hmm. so it was kind of, right. it was everybody's option to either come or not, you know? Yeah. So. yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Right. You have to right. at this point. And then, and then it, you, you hear, maybe even you can be a part of it virtually if you don't want to, you know, yeah. it's like, but yeah. the, the, the great things that come out of it these things that the, that you are looking at ahead. Like when we were talking, the three of us were talking earlier and we're like, when we talk about culture with Dan, like what kind of these goals you have in mind for it, how can like even the solo entrepreneur cultivate the same kind of thing, even if they're by themselves, you know? And I think it's this checklist of what you want to get out of it. Right. Like, so like anything else that would be like, like I, we, we have great communities with just other solo designers. That's yeah. a great example as well. What, what else could they do? You think that would be inspired by what you guys get out of these, uh, these fantastic retreats? Yeah. I mean, I, I almost, it's, I think it's something that's, you know, say you're a freelance designer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that you should almost set up for set goals for yourself as far as like, I, a lot of times I look at it when we get a new client, I kind of go, okay, where is this client located? how long would it take me to drive there or, or fly there? Or if I do fly there, is there another client or person or designer that I can see in that city or whatever, you know? Um, yes. So if, if I was a freelance person and I got a new client, I would kind of look at like, okay, can I, can I fly out to Seattle, you know, yeah. meet with this client, stay two extra days, go to, you know, my, my favorite shop or Filson or, or, you know, or stop by and, and you know, see if I can see, say hi to invisible creature totally. or whoever's up in that area, you know, um, yeah. and almost create your own retreat and trip, you know, I mean, this, yeah. this all sounded good before COVID now, now no, <laughs> nobody's we'll get back trip, to something. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hopefully eventually at some point, everybody gets back to that. Yeah. You know, I, I would, yeah, I know. I, I think, you know, the more you can get out of the, the office and show your face, you know, either at, you know, the crops design conferences or even just showing up at a client, you know, um, at their office for a day. And, you know, if they're kicking off a big project, you know, Hey, can I, can I drive down and, and we do this in person, you know, is love that idea. I mean, it's, it's, again, it's sort of been circling back to the beginning of like, I think with projects come like with networking, like you got to cultivate some relationships and as freelance. Yeah. That can be hard if you don't maybe come from the agency or you go right into it, but that's a good opportunity to like, build some networks. Maybe you go to a buddy who works for a client. They're looking for someone, mm-hmm. you know, that you're, you specialize in that or, or whatever yeah. that might be. It's like those opportunities is how you build a network. It's, it's yeah. cultivating relationships. You, you make it yourself. Effort. But you sometimes it, it does take a while to get there. I mean, it's no secret. You're doing well for yourself, Dan. So for those that are cranking out the work, can't really afford to leave yeah. single parent, mm-hmm. maybe double income, can't really afford those trips, loves the idea of it, but is yeah. all talk, isn't putting it in action nearly. I'm speaking for myself here to yeah, be totally exactly. transparent with you. Right, right. I hate that I can't make those rounds. I would mm. love to get yeah. coffee and beers from a bunch of different regions of the yeah. Pacific Northwest, which is local for me up here, but right. I just can't. Yeah. No, affordability wise, another. Yeah. So 
How yeah. do you make that work? I mean, because that is extremely impactful, that scenario that you just did. Yeah. You know, I've had in the past, I've had two clients in the past that would, um, I would pitch to them, hey, I, I would love to come up there and, and meet with you um, and kind of say, you know, but I don't have, I don't have the means to do, to do that right now. Yeah. Like, can you there, take 50% or whatever? Yeah. Is there any way we can kind of put this into the, idea. For the project and you guys actually pay for my flights and hotel? And, and Dude, that's a great idea. Yeah. It worked both times. Like, I've done that a couple of times, but it, that that's like a stable client that's like yeah, over a decade. For sure. For and sure. it takes a while yeah. to get there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah, that's a really good thing to keep in mind. Um, Cause you know, by yeah. and large, if you're going to go freelance, you're going to have to have a stable account nonetheless. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. That's just such a cool idea to think of as well. Uh, Cause you're right. I, I know the reality of it sticks in and it might be a tough thing to do, but yeah. also even in, even as well, I think we've learned that whatever hybrid comes out of this past year and into now, there yeah. seems to be more happening virtually than ever before. I think I've met more people in our industry virtually than ever before in this last year. Yeah. And so hopefully somewhere down the road, you know, these things that you've nurtured, great new relationships, whatever. I just love the fact that if the, for any reason you get to go to some city, yeah, there might the be someone to, to, to finally link up to and meet. But if you can't, I think the virtual world is just this. That's where I think it's successful land uh, in the future is being yeah. able to keep these things alive. I just, I'm sure, have you realized maybe certain trips to a client in the future might not be so necessary anymore. You can do them online. And it would save sure. everybody a lot of time and energy. Yeah. It's become a fat go-to for so many now that they're like making shifts and changes internally, mm-hmm. knowing where they can foot the bill more so in other me- with other means. Yeah. Um, it'll really be interesting to study how this all transpires. Yeah. There was this super interesting segment with the Netflix CEO And he was talking about how if we lose sight of this person-to-person culture in-house, we're going to screw ourselves and our business, therefore. He really spoke passionately about that because lots have become very passionate about that hybrid Hmm. and saving a dollar and being able to shift their business otherwise and maybe getting a little too carried away Yeah, with Mm -hmm. that forecast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it bums me out every time I hear, you know, in, in the beginning, like Facebook and the, some of those bigger companies are like, we may never go back yeah. you know, to having these employees in house. And I know we have um, Dustin's girlfriend works for Nike and we have some friends at Nike and, and they have, as of this point, they have no plans of those people coming back in 2021. Wow. Wow. Like, like yeah. They're like, don't plan on coming back this year. And yeah. I'm like, that's, that's not And good. is that yeah. because they yeah. know it's been successful so far or for safety protocol purposes at a corporate level that they're like, let's play it, let's pad it a little bit with a safety net? Yeah, I would hope that's what it is. is Me too. You know, or PR. It is safety and it's yeah. not yeah. Know, about the dollar or, or whatever. Because I highly doubt they're getting the same amount of you know productivity out of some of these people, I, agree. I mean, it works for some people and, and we're fortunate enough that, that our industry and what we do for a living, like it works, you yeah. know, like yeah. you can, you can do this from home um, and make a good living, but you know, there's a lot of jobs at Nike and stuff that, that you can't, wow. you know, like, you know, those well, yeah. people and stuff like that, like, you know, 
it doesn't seem uh, like it's a blanket thing of like, oh, you either work you from go. home or you don't. And I think you're, you know, even as like a little microcosm of that idea, it's like, well, illustrators, that makes sense why like mm -hmm. that lends better opportunity to work from home versus someone who's developing a brand and your day to day, it's like constant back and forth, right? Yeah. So like even at someone Nike, they got, you know, thousands of different jobs. It makes sense why like maybe some would work better than others, but certainly yeah. not just the whole no. lot. I would wager that, like, I think companies might try that because they see some immediate, like, oh, look at all this overhead we save. Yeah. I'm with you, but... though. I'm not convinced produ <laughs> productivity will. I think it'll yeah. shift back. Even after, like, six months, they're like, holy shit, things yeah. are moving slower. It's just it's inevitable. Someone's got to use that big Apple ring, you know, that building. Yeah. Like, come yeah, on, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Know? And, like, I've seen, I've seen some headquarters in my day, and it's like, you're going back, you know. But, I, but I, you're right. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens in the future with that because, mm. Certain things, even for us folks that work from home or have our own businesses, just going to a Starbucks and yep. opening up your laptop was the was the way to do it. And not and not being able to even do that in L.A. right now, it's like that. I feel like uh, hurts the 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 solo entrepreneur. Just that was your way of getting a little culture and a little bit of like change uh, of scenery, and... meet and greet. Oh yeah. God, and I. I, yeah. I, I made clients out of it a few times just by having a business card or, mm. you know, uh, and, and that's, that's fantastic. And I, I feel like can't wait for that to come back just for some of us that are missing that collaboration and human, human connection. Well, on just a, like that fucking change of scenery. It's like, those are yeah. things that like, if I can find something that makes me want to design or like fuels any creative spark, like I'm going for it. Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, one of the questions I think we get a lot from, our, our listeners particularly, and, and I think all of us still feel the same is you've got a good load of, of clients and you're, you feel like you're, it's, it's perfect, right? Everything's doing great. How do you still kind of juggle that, pro, that prospecting thing and your current work workload? I know as a team, you got multiple, multiple people here, but what advice would you have for someone that's like trying to do both? And it's just a one person show. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, it's tough. Um, you know, I take on all the responsibility of, um, mm. of, you know, getting new clients, sales, if you want to call it, um, you it know, is, interaction yeah. with the clients. Um, it's something over the last, you know, year or two that I'm, I'm starting to, to loosen up and, you know, give some of that to, to some of these guys and Dustin and Jordan and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. but it's, it would be tough, um, because I have a hard time. I used to do a lot of the design work. Um, it's getting less and less every year. And I have a hard time going from like, now I feel like I'm struggling with it even more going from like basically doing the, doing the day to day and the client relations and answering these emails and, mm -hmm. and, you know, setting up a brief for the, for that next project and then stopping that and starting a, starting to design, you know, later yeah. that day. It's kind of like, oh man, I'm. Two, it's two brains, man. It's yeah, two it totally is two, totally. Yeah. And to shut one off and turn turn the other one on, yeah, it doesn't work really that tough, way either. You know? you know, it's like, oh, I'm gonna create now. It's like that. It's so yeah. hard to make that work. Yeah, yeah. But like, was it hard going from again, like, kind of designing and really like that creative side, and then transitioning to where you are now? But also, you're kind of leading, like you, like your whole, whole crew, like you're sort of, I assume you have to deal with like HR or just like any of these things that like, I don't know if there's just like a podcast you can listen to that tell you how to run a company. Like that seems difficult. And was the transition, like, did you learn a lot from like the corporate world that you influenced how you kind of structure a company? Cause again, those are very tough things to just like jump in and fucking figure yeah. out. 
Yeah, I mean, I didn't learn too much from like working my first job at DC, like definitely not as far as yeah. you know, running a company or anything like that. Um, and for me, it's just been this 15, 16 years of slowly cool. picking things up here and there, talking to people, um, you know, some things work, don't, don't, they don't work, you know, yeah. this and that. Uh, and I don't feel like I have it all figured out, you know, I can definitely do a lot of things better. Uh, <laughs> But to me, it's just like a day-to-day learning process. And I'm yeah. not super, super business guy. Um, <laughs> so I'm kind of learning as as I go, you know, and I'm a designer at heart, you know, and yeah. I've told people that, you know, I'm not, I didn't get in the, into this to be a business owner. You know, I got into it because I love design. Yeah. Um, I transitioned into a business owner and, and doing more of that than design at this point. And, I, and I've slowly grown to love it to love this side of it and the business side of it, you know, one of the, the things that gets me most excited is when a new project comes in and, you know, just oh, kind yeah. of setting that up and it's a new client and, totally. them and they're comfy. Um, that stuff really excites me nowadays. Um, but like, I mean, as far as like learning, the cool thing now is that there's so many, you know, podcasts like this, um, so many YouTube channels and things, you know, the future and, and stuff like that, that there is a lot of, content out there you can watch and read and listen to you know mm-hmm. that can help you in that process like i mean when back in 2004 there wasn't anything you know anything like that no yeah. so, no um, do you think about hiring somebody to wear that hat on the more yeah. of the business end so that you can dip into files more so than you're able to now or do you feel like you're still transitioning and you found your path and this is heading somewhere for you personally that you don't want to give it up. It feels good to have that onboarding experience with clientele for the first time. And yeah, I feel like I enjoy that and I'm going to, I will, you know, keep that process. Um, but we're definitely looking to bring somebody in to, uh, kind of project managed and production as well um, to That's help out combo. with some of the stuff, take some of that off of my plate. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm going to continue to kind of be the, you know, the first contact and, and stuff like that. I yeah. have a, um, I have a good friend who owns a motion graphic studio, um, Barton Dammer and it's called Ar- already been chewed. I mean, you guys have probably heard of it. Yeah, um, totally. But he like I, I talked to him a lot about you know project management and how he does it because their projects are huge as far as motion graphics and yeah. you know that's a long process Dude. rendering <laughs> like there's a lot of you know downtime and all that and you know he gave me some great advice on you know hiring a project manager and he's went through a couple and salespeople and you know his whole his whole thing was like you can't hire somebody that is just going to be a calendar pusher you know mm-hmm. a lot of project managers in bigger companies are basically just man you know, yeah, they're managing a calendar, you know? Totally. Like, yeah. And keep revising the project timeline. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Without yeah, no sense exactly. of how the job's actually doing in the trenches, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? And he was like, you're the one talking to the client. So if there's a quick change in time or, or you know, a project needs to be get finished sooner or you can push it out, like you're going to know that first before this project manager and then the project manager gets bummed because that was part of their job. So yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm still trying to figure out who that person That's will be tough. Yeah. and how to incorporate that. But yeah, yeah, because I mean, yeah. good a good PM is like, and I contract with a number of agencies, and like the difference how a project is run is mm-hmm. really oh, all boils down to like a good project manager mm-hmm. who's keeping yeah. everyone in the same you know mm-hmm. field and knows what it's supposed yeah. to be, and it's just like 
so organized, which those things are just hard to find. Like, I don't know how you hire for that other than like find the right vibe in person. And, and, and yeah. I just it's had a, a marketing director share with me that they didn't want to wear that hat for an upcoming huge site overhaul. Can you add that to your upcoming estimate proposal? And I'm going, Oh, Oh yeah. That's yeah. what I said. That's what yeah. I said. Oh, uh, <laughs> sure, and that's where you just really crank up the dollar bills. Oh, because, yeah, come yeah, on, yeah, that's not like, my niche wanna, here. People, I don't want to deal with this either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, but for X amount yeah. of dollars, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, but I think a lot of those solo designer folks, freelancers, would be, do a little bit of of that project management without even knowing and without even being uh, put it in the in the mm-hmm. estimate or whatever. So, like, yeah. I think sometimes too, like. That might be a good thing to explore and see if you can do, or maybe that's a great way of finally getting uh, a, a, to uh, to add someone to your small team. You know, mm-hmm. like I would think the first person I'd reach out to would be something like that to mm-hmm. to aid in a way where I can't do, and now I can instantly charge more for it because the client has said we'd love you to do the project management. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah. any of those, like th- those are those little head starts or those little, you know, like kickstart things that kind of make you think, oh, I can go from one to two now, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the hardest barrier I think a lot of, you know, solo designers, freelancers do kind of face right now. But I'm just so curious. I hope you don't mind me asking, how much of this is a challenge based on the control freak component of your personality that you don't want to hand it to somebody else? This is your gig. Right. Your yeah. fi- your your you're the founder. So I struggle with that every now and again. You want your signature there, standing, right. stamped in there. Yeah. Um, that's how you will progress with future point of contacts down the line, continue successful networking. When you give that part of the role up, that person has to be a freaking gem, right? Yeah. 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 That's not easy yeah. to find. No, no, it's not. And I feel like if when... I feel like it's tri- it's going to be trial and error. Yeah, but that, yeah, and it's costly. It's you know, just you yeah, you can't just bring someone on and go. Oh well, this isn't working, and you know, find somebody else. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's where I've avoided it. You know, and totally. tried to hold off as long as I can. Um, but I, I think it is time. And uh, yeah, that's it's something that I don't have like this clear vision of who that person will be and exactly what they will do. You know, mm-hmm. but I do know that we need help in that area. Yeah. You know, so. And they have to jive with your family. I mean, you yes, have a yeah. family there. Yes, right. correct. Yep. True. That's a huge exactly. component of the <laughs> check mark too. That's just yeah, interesting. Well, I'll I'll be interested. I, I, I hope that there's a way that we can follow up with you when that comes about because yeah. that'll be very cool to learn about from you and how you make it work and yeah. what you learned from it. And yeah. if you could do it again, right. what you know, you'd remove or add or. Yeah. Dan zooms in from like vacation on some beach. He's like, it worked. <laughs> I'm down here and they're all working. Yeah, 10 out of 10 would recommend just like, a, there's not much I can talk about. I don't, I don't know how everything's, everything's going great. I don't, I don't yeah. have, <laughs> I don't know how things are going. Let me yeah. ask. I'll get back to you. <laughs> you, know, you know what? One of the best things I saw you guys do, it was your, the, the newspaper kind of like self promo oh. piece that you yeah. guys put together. And so dope. 
and I, and you know, I'd love for you to share what your value is on that because Do you I have think- it with you there. Were you looking for it? I was, yeah. I don't. Uh, oh, I'll, I could probably find it faster than we'll you link. Can. Yeah, we'll link to it for sure. <laughs> I mean, but, it's over there. I know where there there is one over yeah. there in the bookshelf. But, I uh, think that for any young designer, anybody who's looking for a job or a freelancer, that's the the self promo thing is the hardest thing to like figure out. What's yeah. the advice? Like, how, what did you put in there? What's the content that became a a, a game changer with a new client? Because yeah. they're all struggling. This is their way to stand out now because yeah. a, a resume just sits in a freaking inbox. It's not mm-hmm. even virtual anymore, right? It's a, it's a digital file. Yeah. How do, how, do you, yeah. how do you make it shine? So I've, you know, I came from the print industry. You know, my first job at DC, like I was doing these 200-page catalogs, ads for magazines. Everything was print, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so when starting that new ag- agency, like I still was, you know, 100% love print, love catalogs, old skateboard catalogs, snowboard catalogs, stuff like that, magazines. Um, So with that first studio, we would make a book and send it out to all of our clients. We didn't sell the book or anything. It was just for internal use and to send to clients. And uh, we, we got a great response from it. And we ended up getting a job, like I ended up getting a call like two years later from a client out of the blue. And I was like, well, how did you find out about us? And, and they were like, you, you had sent me a book probably two or three years ago. And it's still, it's still on my desk in my little book collection here on my Hell desk. Yeah. And like this project came up, I pulled it out and was like, Oh, these guys will be perfect. Um, and that's where if you're going to make it promo or, or something like that, yeah. it almost, the bad thing is you almost need to spend enough money that is done right. Yeah. That when, when they oh, get it, sure. they don't want to throw it away. You know, they want yeah. to keep it in their collection. Where the newspaper thing was a little different because that that's going to get thrown away. I think at some point um, it's a cool format and it's something that I've always wanted to do was like actually newsprint yeah. like portfolio piece, you know, um, and I, I could never find anybody to do <laughs> it um, on actual newsprint, you know, because it's usually printed on a huge web press. Yeah, yeah. the process yeah, is so know. different. Yeah, it only starts like it starts at a thousand copies and, and goes up from there. And I'm like, I just want 300, 400. You know? <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. And everyone's like, no. You yeah, can't. they do the massive yeah. volume, so, don't no, they? Yeah. <laughs> we need so to there was a company the in the UK that does it and they do it's it's legitimate um, newsprint and they print them in the UK and then they ship them. Um, and it's great. I Dude, mean, the quality's great. Awesome. It's a newspaper. Amazing. And uh, the turnaround time is ridiculous. Um, we, we had a seven-day turnaround time one time. We sent sent the file off seven days later. Whoa. The box came from the UK. Whoa. And I was like, how did this happen? Wow. Like That's amazing. Uh, and then so it sets yes. the bar, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how did you yeah. Bra- how do you brag about yourself without being, you know what I mean? Like the the, the content of it. I mean, f- first of all, the ma- the newspapers like had multiple pages, stories, columns so of text. So good. But, but how, you know, I think a lot of people feel, don't feel comfortable in bragging about the, the, those little slam dunk moments, those things you did for someone. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, it's just, to me, it's just a portfolio piece. You know, if you're going to show the work on your website, why not put it into print form, you know, there you go. And you got to promote, you know, you got to promote yourself. You got to promote your work. Um, so that stuff I'm comfortable with, you know, as far as, but you know, being in front of the camera and saying, "Hey, look at us!" or looking at me, like not so much, you know. But mm-hmm. if we can make a book of the work we did last year and you know share that with clients and stuff, you know, great. And then you know, if people want to buy it or or check it out, you know, as well, designers and cool. 
Yeah, well, that's like letting the work speak instead of like, you know, headline, look at this sick logo that we made. It's yeah. so cool. Like, yeah. you know, there's yeah. what's, definitely... what's wrong with that, Jordan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely more of like, you know, basically kind of case studies of like, hey, yeah. you know, here's, here's yeah. our project we did for Nitro Circus. You know, I'm not telling you that what we did is amazing. Yeah. But here it is. Check it out. You know, you can. Sure. You can decide for yourself. Yeah, you know? wanting to yeah. share. Yeah, yeah. Here's, here's how it came alive, yeah. right? And here's the process. And here's I like the, that yeah. approach a lot. And a, yeah. I love that a lot of these ideas are totally easy to just make digitally if it's the budget you can't afford and you mm -hmm. just need to do something, you know, down and dirty. Yeah. It's almost like the the virtual the video uh, the I should say the digital world is a little bit free there, right? If it just lives yeah. on your website, but you got a cool button for the promo piece or something, why yeah. not try? You know, yeah, and even making, you know, turning these books into um, into digital download books. Yeah, um, we have our, you know, a lot of our older, like we made a big, like a big one at one time. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So that's good. beautiful. Yeah, I was sending out and. And so oh, I didn't make I, I, I see a picture every time a student buys that. Boy, that's the first thing they're posting on Instagram. They're like, <laughs> I got the licking book. Right. <laughs> that's just yeah, a exactly. sweet piece. Yeah. Beautiful. And those are expensive to make, you know, so we, right. we haven't printed that one again, but we put it up on our website. You can download the digital file, you know, yeah, nice. That's a great so, alternative. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And people seem to like that, you know, so, I mean, you nice. can make, your, you know, as far as like a freelancer or a young designer, you can lay out a book, you yeah. know, if you don't have the money to print it right now, that's fine. You know, keep that PDF. If a client comes to you and inquires about a job, you can actually just, you know, just shoot them the PDF. Hey, Here's my book. There you go. You know, and they'll be happy to flip through that PDF. Oh yeah. You know, and then maybe down the line, you know, that project ends up being a big project, and you can take, you know, whatever twenty five percent. Yeah, you of know, that. that's a really good point. Depending on the right. demographic, people might prefer that over a website and not knowing how to navigate through mm -hmm. it. I mean, case in point, like that guy who called you three years later because he had a sweet book, a printable, tangible thing that just like, you know, and turned yeah. into great client work. Like, that's yeah. where sometimes digital's I think also solid, but getting out of like the resume form or just a simple portfolio oh, website. Yeah. It's like, how can you break the mold, engage yeah. with the clients in something that is more than, cause they're getting those from everyone. It's like, well, yeah. can you do something a little different newspaper? Boom. Like yeah. different idea, at least going to yeah. be more engaging. Well, they're going to look at it. Right. And that's mm -hmm. sort of 90% mm -hmm. of trying to get in there. And to, you know, to me, I always, you know, I always try and say, you know, it's, it's not me. It's, I mean, it, it, it is the group. It is, you know, the team here sure. that, you know, yeah. creates all this. Um, but your vision worked. Yeah. Yeah. And also just like, yeah. again, that so, culture you've cultivated, like it, I think that's that fuel that whatever like is in the water, I think is sort of born from like this. Yeah, everybody needs to know. go on retreats now. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or even the day-to-day -day yeah. process, whatever's working. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely working. Can you yeah. just really quickly um, share with us how it's going with um, Carrie in the mix? With who? With Carrie Jansen in the mix. Oh, the, the wife? Yeah. <laughs> uh, She's part good, of the team. Good. Yeah. I couldn't do it without her. She, uh, I mean, she does all the billing, invoicing, everything. Like I can Oh, God bless I, her. Nice. I couldn't, I could not handle that. Like, oh, yeah. That's a third well, brain, right? It is a different mindset. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. oh, totally. I, I don't enjoy numbers. I don't even like that. That's the one and only thing that kind of gets me angry is like yeah. numbers and, and nitpicking a project and, and you know what it's built for or whatever. And she's, she's amazing Wonderful. at that. She handles, she can do what the a numbers. great balance. Dude, that's yeah. And all that. Asset. So I'm fortunate to have her, you know, to have a wife that can, can handle that and she knows the industry she went to 
to the art institute in Denver with me. Um, she got a degree in fashion marketing. Oh, dope. Okay. So she's. It's not okay. like she not having to introduce world. the wheel for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. She she knows the whole industry and everything. That's great. So, That's huge. Yeah. And yeah. she can probably toggle between motherhood and that mm-hmm. fairly yep. well. Yep. For your yeah. biz, that's great. Yeah. And yeah, protect you because there's some there's some there's a connection there, right? Like, well, like yeah, I you want to hand that over to right? someone you trust, like and who yeah, exactly. exactly. like your yeah. wife. You We've heard way too many horror stories, yeah. you know, yeah. of accountants <laughs> or people that you know taking away and running with the money. So, but that's dude, right. that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, dude, this has been great, Dan. Again, so thank great. you so much, dude. So great. So glad we got this in the books for sure. It's going to be a great one for our listeners as well. Yeah. Thank you guys. I appreciate, appreciate you having me on. Of course. We'll link to everything, uh, you know, obviously website, social media, definitely the chop shop YouTube page. Cause that is yep. super fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to shoot. So we're going to shoot the next episode on Wednesday. Cool. Um, so I'll talk about this podcast then. Okay. And then it should come out. We put them up on Monday but I don't post on Instagram until Tuesday that it's up there. Okay. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it'll be whatever that is, February. I don't know. Yeah, um, that that next but... coming. Okay, that's perfect. Actually, we'll have the episode up probably that okay. Monday. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. Perfect. Yep. So I'll, I'll talk about it. You know, um, we'll have a link and everything in in that episode and and all that. So cool. Beautiful. All right. Cool. Well, thanks so much again, Dan. Appreciate it, bro. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was fun. Cool. Yeah, it was fun. Have a really great Ooh. weekend. Yeah, have yeah, a great weekend, bro. What a All great right. entry into the weekend. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right.